I am your host, Dr. Saran Nataki. Welcome to Power 365, Phenomenal Woman Wednesday. This podcast will address topics ranging from what is a phenomenal woman? Are you enough? Community service, paying it forward, the manifestation of dreams through words and action, the power in being a woman, fashion, and much more. Stay tuned. Phenomenal. Phenomenal woman. It's Phenomenal Woman Wednesday. Welcome to episode 27. In this episode, I visit with Dr. Luciana Starks. Dr. Starks, or Chana as I warmly call her, gives us her definition of a phenomenal woman, discusses the role of her grandmother in her life, and we also explore how life prepared her for one of the most important decisions in her life, to move forward with the birth of her unborn baby boy despite the medical advice. Let's jump into the conversation with this phenomenal woman. Enjoy. Welcome back to Phenomenal Woman Wednesday. So today I have a very special guest, a very dear friend of mine, Dr. Luciana Starks. Dr. Starks is a communications executive. She's also a professional speaker, a leadership professor, and she also has an inspirational lifestyle blog. Dr. Starks is also a wife, a mother of three, a daughter, and a daughter-in-law. Welcome, Dr. Starks. Hi, thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so excited to have you today on this platform and uh, be able to share you with my listeners and, and have them benefit from all that you have to offer like I do. So welcome again. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to call you, I know you're, you're Dr. Starks, but I'm going to call you Chana. No. <laughs> <Because> Please. <laughs> this is a, you know, we're, we're going to be chit-chatting about um, quite a few things today and um, we're very familiar and um, this show is very um, approachable and it's going to flow like more of a, you know, a conversation between friends because that's really yes. what it is. I love that. Yeah. So the very first thing I want to ask you is, um, you know, what does it mean to be a phenomenal woman? We're here on Phenomenal Woman Wednesday and my listeners tune in to really hear uh, what makes women phenomenal and how you define being a phenomenal woman. So what does it mean to you? Uh, So I think a phenomenal woman is, you know, someone who's persevered. I think that she's phenomenal, not because of her perfection, but actually because of her her imperfections and 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 how she's overcome them. Um, and so that definition is pretty, um, you know, it ranges for me to more than just a, a beauty. It's, 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 it's her intellect, it's her poise, it's her grace, and, and all of those things to me mm-hmm. kind of represent a woman who is that. Yeah, so it sounds like you're, you're, bas- you're saying that, you know, she's not surface, right? So, yeah. you know, I love that it's someone that's not, um, perfect, uh, that mm-hmm. she's, she's imperfect and, and it's not surface. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's wonderful. And then who would you say have been the phenomenal women in your life? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, you know, I think my first example, the first person that comes to mind, honestly, would just have to be my, my grandmother. Um, she's been that ultimate guide for me. Um, and then I can think broadly, I can see my mother, my aunts, my, my church mothers, my sorors, my friends, my teachers, 
you know, I just kind of think that um, I, I stand on their shoulders right now. And I feel like I represent um, just a tribe of women who poured into me very graciously and generously and, and fervently. And, and I was exposed really early um, um, by just a cadre of women who were um, often, often, you know, um, bringing forth lessons and examples and encouragement. And it's kind of what I set out to do now for others to be that same kind of light, light, light for them. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, I like a, a common um, phenomenal woman that uh, is in common with most of my guests is that is their mother. Um, mm. But not often have I heard a grandmother. Um, and and I think that's really interesting because especially um, in our culture, um, African American culture. Um, Grandmothers are, are really important uh, for a lot of reasons, but can you tell me a little bit about why your grandmother, why did you name her first? Like what made her phenomenal to you? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother growing mm-hmm. up. My mother was a single mom. Mm-hmm. And so we spent time between, you know, South LA and, and Compton. Um, and my mom would, we, would, we were living in Compton, but we would drive in and I was going to school um, in LA across from my grandmother's house, the home, in fact, which my mother and uncles and folks were all raised. Mm-hmm. So it was the, the, the family home. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just the matriarch. And so I spent a lot of time with my grandmother. Um, and every single uh, milestone or uh, growing curve or um, difficult time happy time. Um, I can't remember a time where she wasn't a part of any of that. And um, she kept me close to her. And I often say, I was sharing this in another conversation recently with a friend, my grandmother was actually, and is actually, because she's still living, thank you, Lord, she's 94 mm-hmm. years young. Oh, um, but my grandma, Oh, yeah, my grandmother... Um, I always call her my first hype man. You know, you know the, mm. the definition of a hype man. You see a hype man on stage with a rapper. Yeah. But, but my grandmother <laughs> was my first hype man. Yeah, <laughs> Because I love that. honestly, oh gosh, yeah, there was nothing I couldn't do in her eyes. Mm-hmm. And it was that kind of support and encouragement and her kind of pushing me to the front of the stage, front of the church, front of the, you know, it was mm-hmm. that kind of encouragement that I feel like, um, sort of girded me in a different way. I feel like I presented to the world in a different way. I mean, forget about what was happening in the background with not having a lot and, you know, but I never knew I didn't have a lot because she mm-hmm. just didn't know it because her love was just so full. It was everything that I needed. So that's why I said my grandmother first, just because, you know, she, she, was, she was often around. She was there as my mom was out kind of working mm. and, and doing, you know, being a single mom and, and, you know, but it was my, my grandmother was the force. She was the common force, the consistency, the stability. Um, she was that foundation for me. I just love her dearly. Mm. I love her so much. And even talking about <laughs> her now, you can probably hear the joy in my spirit because, yeah. you know, she, she introduced me to, to, to Christ. You know, mm-hmm. my grandmother was a, a, a church mother and so you know, we were, we were in church, 
you know, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday night Bible study, Friday mm-hmm. night choir rehearsal. I mean, that was, and I was the, the granddaughter who was just always kind of by her, her side. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. so beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> especially uh, the analogy you give with her being your hype man. I think, you know, yeah. we, we think about, <laughs> you know, that hype man on stage, you know, oh, like yeah. hype and, and um, but I think that's a perfect description. And then, you know, the way you describe her and uh, in that home, it's like she was your anchor and that home oh, kind of symbolizes the that anchoring right you mm-hmm. said that was the family home and she's the matriarch she's the anchor sure. she she saw your potential and she believed Gosh, in yeah. it wow even when i didn't even when i didn't see it right even when i didn't even see it she did yeah i just yeah. think i think that moms like you know being a mom and um and you know of course you're a mom like we can look at our children and we see who they are, right? We mm. see we see their potential. And so, and I guess that is the challenge <laughs> while they're getting to know who they are is mm-hmm. allowing them to go through that process because you're like, I mean, you're, but you're a king. You can't be doing, you know, <laughs> that's not kingly. Yeah. Like that's, you're a king, right. you're a queen, yeah. you know? Yeah. But they, everyone has to go through that process. But um yeah. So, but your grandmother, you know, sounds like she just, you know, through it all, through your process, she was holding you accountable to your divinity. Uh-huh. And, you know, like she saw what was within you and she was hyping you, holding you accountable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So you describe some of these things that you, um, you know, you pay forward, but, you know, are there things that, in particular characteristics that you have adopted that, you know, you incorporate into your own life and how you are with others? Hmm. So I think one thing that I learned early is that, you know, my, actually, so my, my name, Luciana, actually the, the, the sub of that name is Luch, Luch, L-U-C, is, is light, light bearer, light bringer. Mm-hmm. And I learned early that it is, it's not my job to be here in this role, in this life. It's not my assignment to dim anybody else's light. Mm-hmm. And so what I want to do is, you know, sort of be a bridge, a connector, um, sh- shine some light, some hope um, where there's, it's otherwise, you know, dark. And I think I got that from, again, my, my grandmother and, and from the women around me, the people around me, understanding that there are lessons to this thing, right? Mm-hmm. This thing called life. And mm-hmm. um, we're all on this very unique journey and this very unique path. And it's uniquely ours. Um, and so what I am setting out to do is to make sure that I am living a life that I can be proud of. And I hope to be able to represent something that turns that light on in others. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I love think that's that. how I would answer that question. Yeah. To be, to live a life that you can be proud of. I think that is really awesome. You know, and um, one thing that comes to mind when you talk about that, just to live a life that you can be proud of and the fact that we are on a journey, right? So there's things maybe that um, if I reflect on my own life um, decisions, 
the way I went about things, um, how I moved. I always, um, I've always tried to do my best. Um, but along that way, you know, there's imperfections, there's a a stumble here. You know, we, we might fall, we have to dust our knees off and and get up. We make mistakes along the way. But the thing is the, when you say a life that you can be proud of, it's how you recover from those. That's what it is. Right. That's exactly what it is. I, I think that it's, and, and honestly, you know, I've, there's, we all have things in our past that we are, mm-hmm. that I like to say, gosh, that wasn't my finest moment. Right. <laughs> but thank God for redemption. Like, thank God that I can, you know, I've got this chance to do it again. And I think you, you, you are represented with the lesson when you don't get it right the first time. So mm-hmm. my goal is Absolutely. to make sure that I'm getting it right the first time and learning from the lesson so that it doesn't, re, re, you know, represent itself to me. I just, I just want to get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, no, we don't always get it right. You know, mm-hmm. we, we all have some things that want our finest moment, our finest hour. Um, but I think we, 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 we've got to learn from those things and we have to, uh, pay it forward. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when we learn, we have to, we've got to share the, the message and share the learning. And I think that's, that's more important, um, than anything, but, uh, also to, piggyback on something you just said it is the rebound right it's not what you went through it's not so much right. that as it is you know what you learned from it and, and how you bounced back I think sometimes we we stay too long in the fall <laughs> yeah just too long in the fall and I think a lot of it has to do with you know what you do with it how did you bounce back and being in and what's your resilience power like like, let's talk about the resilience. I think that's more important um, than the, the, the actual fall is what you do with it, what you learn, and how you bounce back from it. There's something to say about that. Yeah, absolutely. And I also love the fact that you acknowledge that if you don't learn what, you're, what the lesson is intended to teach you, that you may have to revisit that lesson. Yeah, and so, yep. um, and without disclosing, you don't have to tell me the exact lessons, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, you know, I'd I mean, happy to, but I think that's a longer, a longer conversation. Yeah. I mean, but there's specific lessons <laughs> that I know, you know, that you where, know about, yeah, yeah, that I, and for myself, like, you know, that I'm able to, when it comes up, I'm, I'm able to acknowledge in that mm-hmm. moment, this is my finest hour. Yeah. 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 Or, or this is something that I'm still having to learn from. So yeah. let me see how I can do it different this time. Yeah. Because apparently <laughs> the first- It's back for a reason. Yeah, yeah, it's back for a reason. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's, yeah. That's so awesome. what can I do differently? What can, how can I, you know, how do I look at this now? Or what am I supposed to get from this? That's exactly I just right. think that I just think that there's something in it for all of us. Like, you know, there's a reason for the assignment. There's a Absolutely. reason- and so, you know, what is the assignment and making sure that we, we get it and we, we pass it on and we grow and we learn from it. Because there's, there's a reason, there's a divine reason for it mm-hmm. for all of us. Mm-hmm. It's the spiritual evolution. That's what we're here yeah. to do is evolve. So when you talk about, um, you know, challenges that you may have had, what would you say has been one of the most challenging experiences thus far? 
I think there's been moments where I've had to, what I like to say, you know, work my faith or activate my faith. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I have a few, um, Mm -hmm. but I think one that would really, you know, be beneficial and resonate with this audience is a time when um, I was carrying my, my youngest son, my third, I'm sorry, my, my third child, youngest son. And, you know, had had two successful pregnancies um, up to up until that point. Um, was really happy in my pregnancy journey. Um, actually, mm-hmm. I love caring. I love caring. I love the act of being pregnant. I, I say all the time, and my husband, like, balls up his face. I'd have, <laughs> I'd have four or five more kids if, you know, the Lord allowed. But that's, you know. That's not my ministry today, you know, Dr. <laughs> Tucker. <laughs> but I would because I really just enjoyed um, the, the how I felt, just the feminine power of, of carrying life and just the union with this man I really love and adore. And just so all of that, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to romanticize it too much because I can be a, a romanticizer. But I agree <laughs> but, with you. It's a very <laughs> special time to be oh, able guys, to create life in unity. In concert with the maker, right? So it's just like the three people got together. Well, two people and the divine got together. (laughs) It's just so magical. And created this a whole other person, like with their own will and um, mission in life, right? (laughs) Yeah, but there was a time where you know that I had to really understand you know, how I was going to show up in a situation. And again, mm-hmm. it was, an, it was, you know, how am I going to activate? How am I going to work my faith in this moment? Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, I was, I think, four, four, maybe three or four months in, and I had gone to, maybe four, it had to be further along. Um, I was, I had gone into a, an ordinary uh, visit, ultrasound visit, and mm-hmm. we were, things were up until that point. There was, you know, no issues, no concerns. And I had, gone in um, on my lunch break. At that time, I had worked at the hospital that I was being seen and cared for. Mm-hmm. And so I had walked over on my lunch break just alone and went on over and had to um, walked in for the appointment. And, you know, that that was a life-changing moment mm. um, that I had to understand and have a real, get real, 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 real tight and, and have a real close conversation with the Lord because, you know, I was, uh, you know, my, my faith was really tested in that moment, but I had yeah. gone in and during this session, the, the, the radio tech or the, the lab uh, assistant at, was looking at x-rays at my belly in real time. And there was a look that came across her face that I had never seen before during that kind of appointment, a look of distress, a look of a fear, a look of just uncertainty. And so I was go, what's going on? What are you saying? And she immediately said, you know, I can't share the results. You have to talk to the doctor. They'll call you, you know, later on. And, you know, and I just remember walking out of that room uh, in distress. I kind of fell to my knees in the hallway. Um, oh man, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those so, those moments are real. They, you know, everything can be going along just great. And then you get some yeah. news, right? So the news was that something did. I later learned that um, there was something, um, uh, my, my, this, my son's 
uh, heart and, and the other organs seemed very enlarged. And there was, you know, so after that, as you can probably understand, we, we ran a series of tests. And, um, you know, at, at one point I was even called in, my husband and I, to an appointment where they discussed with us options about moving forward with the child and, and options mm-hmm. and what we could expect to happen based on what they thought they had found. And um, so it was a tough uh, pregnancy and a tough rest of the pregnancy. I had a wonderful physician who just one day said, listen, you know, let me carry the worry. And I love her to this day. Um, Dr. Mm. Leticia Spencer, she always will hold a safe place in my heart. And she carried all of that worry for me. And sure enough, uh, things were fine. Uh, baby was then later born, but nothing, no problems, nothing wrong at all. But there was a scare there that, you know, had I not in that moment decided how I would show up during this mm-hmm. test, mm-hmm. that made the difference in, in, in how. And I know that, um, you know, sometimes we don't have, um, you know, sometimes when life kind of constricts, constricts and, and we, we go through things, sometimes it's a, the prayer is, the only prayer that sometimes we can muster up is stretch me, Lord, increase yeah. my faith, increase my faith. And that began to be the prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there is there are moments, that, you know, I don't want to sit here like, I, you know, I'm always a faith on full <laughs> because there are moments when we don't have an abundance of faith. Yeah. You know, well, um, faith, there are faith times when we muscle. just have enough faith. It is. Yeah, we it's have to, so we have to, you know, strengthen it. And then sometimes it atrophies and sometimes it gets built yes. back up. You know, yeah. and um, with that particular situation, you know, I re- I remember that situation because we were both pregnant together. And, and you are God, mom, because you also were just like, I mean, you and how we bonded through that and yeah. over that and the talks and mm-hmm. the, the support. And to this day, I mean, I don't think that our relationship will, will ever be the same because of just how close we grew over that and through yeah. that and you well know, you're my your sister <laughs> you're, we're, well, we're sisters yeah. now I'm um, family now you're not gonna be able to ever get rid of me but <laughs> <laughs> well you know yeah. you're also Jackson's godmom, and so yeah but that I still don't want to I mean there's still something to say about you know having having you know someone to offer and actually just being able to see you too to you know watch you and how you've shown up in tough times in your life and being able to have those examples of, again, that phenomenal woman, that's that perseverance piece that I talked about um, at the opening of this talk is it's, it's, it's that perseverance piece. And it's not about her um, perfection. It's about her imperfections and it's her resiliency in those moments and how she shows up. And you have been that for me. Yeah. I appreciate that. I mean, and, and it's, there's reciprocity there. It goes both ways because I think that, um, you know, during that time in particular, when you were pregnant with Jackson and the, um, of course there's fear there. You're, 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 you have the initial excitement of, you know, bringing in life and the miracle of it and, and all that that brings and just the blessing. I do. I think that it's just such a blessing that um, God could choose you to be 
this particular child's mother, like any Mm -hmm. child, but like, you know, just, you know, you chose me to be his mom, you know, you thought that I had what it took to get him here. You knew that I would be faithful. You knew that I would be faithful enough. And you knew that I had the capacity. Yes. Like you knew my capacity and you knew the area that you wanted to grow in me so Mm -hmm. that I could then go and show and tell others. Mm -hmm. That's the, listen, I could preach right there all day. (laughs) But it's just, that's the blessing in that. And it's him. It's it's Jackson specifically that he chose you to bring him here and you were the one who could give him what he needs to Mm. be who he needs to be in terms of what his life purpose is. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. And I think that when people are watching us go through challenges, the people are watching us go through adversity, people, they don't always understand the decisions that we make. Mm -hmm. You know, it's um, like you mentioned, um, you, you know, how you've watched me uh, deal with certain adversities in my own life. Um, Even through some of those things, people may not understand, you know, why is she going through that? Why is she fighting through that? Why is she, you know, it's not for, it's not necessarily, for that person in that moment to understand what's happening. But and often you don't. You don't moment. understand. And oh, often you as don't. I was going through it and I began to understand for myself what it meant, what spiritual muscle I was working out, the beauty in it is that even those around me who didn't understand, later, now they have watched the evolution. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they, the very ones who didn't understand are glad I did because wow. now they have the experience to draw from. And, and that's what you offer to yes. other women who are faced yes. with a decision like maybe what you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and I often say that, you know, people see the glory, but they don't know the story. That's absolutely they don't true. really know the behind the scenes. They don't know how many times I prayed. They don't know, you know, like you just said, what, what muscle, what spiritual muscle is being has worked and stretched. And, and, and yeah, so we all have a story. And that's why I think it's, it's, that's the point that we need to relate on as women and as people, as just human beings. We all have a story mm-hmm. and a journey. And it's ours individually, and, and it's ours to tell and yeah. own. For sure. And, you know, you talk about, um, and thank you for sharing that. I think that's just really important that um, when we have those really vulnerable moments in our life, that you reach a place where you're able to share it um, because there's always value in learning someone else's lesson. You know, there are so many lessons on earth <laughs> and thank God mm-hmm. we don't all have to experience each and every one of them. <laughs> we can lean right. on each other and learn from one another's experiences. So, uh, so thank you for sharing that one. I agree. Yeah, of course. And then, so you talk about, so you've talked about your, um, your childhood with your grandmother and um, how she was, you know, your hype man, how she, um, and, you know, and actually I'm just putting this together as I'm, I'm talking to you, but, you know, you're saying, you said that your grandmother, she just had faith in you. She was your hype man. She believed in you. She, she actually prepared you for the decision you made <laughs> when you were in that room. Um, oh yeah. 
because you you were believing for Jackson before he was even here, before you even knew him. You know, you loved him that much because you had been loved. I, oh my um, God, that is a wonderful connection. That's the connection. Oh my gosh, that just gave me chills. Yeah. Because it's it's that believing in the possibility, in the potential mm-hmm. piece. Yeah. It's the same belief that she saw in me. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Whoa. And, you know, so they say um, that we use our adulthood to nurture the child in us. Um, mm. Meaning basically that your childhood shapes the direction and shape that your, you know, our adult lives take. You know, would you say that that's mm. true for you in any way? I would say yes. I, I think, you know, some of that is true. I think that I am um, definitely an example of how you start the race does not determine how you'll finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, I've often been the underdog. You would count me out as the under. You would say I'm the underdog, but I often root for the underdog. And it's because mm-hmm. I've been the underdog in my childhood. And mm-hmm. so I often speak to that 12-year-old China, right? Like, you know, what would I want that 12-year-old China to know, think, believe, do, live? I speak to her often. And I think that is why I've chosen the women's empowerment and mentoring as my platform and as topics that are really near and dear to me because there were so many things also that that 12-year-old China didn't get. There were some mm-hmm. things that I didn't get. And so I want to be that um, for others. I want to be able to hold the mirror up for others, I want people to, um, um, I want, uh, you know, girls to understand that, you know, we can, um, you know, we, we can break some of these generational uh, curses, you know, and, I, and, yeah. and some of us are doing it now. Some of us are, you know, we don't, not all of us have an inheritance or a trust fund or, or guidebook or two-parent homes or, you know, but look at us now, you know, we're, we're talking about home ownership and doctorate degrees and successful marriages and hope for tomorrow. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, I want to continue to talk about that. Um, you can be an underdog. You can start slow. That does not determine, you know, how, how this thing will land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and it, it doesn't determine how you start doesn't determine how you will land. And in some ways, in a, in a cosmic twist, <laughs> it, it sometimes does determine how you will land. Like, I, I feel like, you know, the, the harder you have to work for something, the more um, invested you are and the more um, you're able to, sus- the more sustainable it is. Like, who was it I was talking to um, recently? And they were talking about... Um, a tree versus a mushroom. So like the tree <laughs> has roots, right? It has roots. Mm-hmm. It's anchored. It's, you know, it's strong. Its trunk is <laughs> wide. It cannot be knocked over. It's going to weather a storm. And that mm-hmm. tree has had to go through weathering. It's had to go mm-hmm. through intense years of growth. And, um, you know, it's gone through extremities and temperature and it's been hot. It's been cold. It's been, you know, all of these things the mushroom springs mm-hmm. up overnight so the mushroom mm-hmm. you can just knock you know it down from. yeah yeah exactly right <laughs> and so I mean, and it can be knocked down you know you just knock it down 
But the tree, yeah. you can't just knock that tree down. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, that was a really, really great analogy that that person shared with me, because I think it's relevant even here, like when you're talking about, you know, how the you root. start doesn't yeah. determine how you'll finish, but it does help you develop those roots and, and mm, really be anchored and that. be strong. I see that. Yeah. I could, I see that. I would agree with that. Um, I think I just mean, you know, I, I started off as the underdog, but I think that I'm, I'm doing okay. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. No, so you started, I that, yeah. yeah. I think that you can hear enough no's and you can turn those. Mm-hmm. It's what you do with the no's. Yeah. And it's what you do with the, and and in inequities and 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 you know we didn't have this we didn't have the same starting line and my starting line was there and someone else's was there for whatever reason yeah and you can you can make up the pace you can make up the way um it's 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 again it goes back to the roots mm-hmm. the backbone the foundation mm-hmm. what's in you and the will yeah um and so mm-hmm. wow and what is your what is your grandmother's name? Ali Vera Anderson. Ali Vera Anderson. Well, mm-hmm. thank you to <laughs> Ali Vera Anderson for us just uh, really investing in this legacy. Oh wow, Ali Vera thank Anderson. You. Yeah, thank you. God bless her name. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it, you know. Through all of this, um, you've developed friendships, and um, I, I'll say for you, for me, um, I call it, you know, the board of directors. You know, your your team of people where um, uh, oh, you're on my board, right. right? So you're on my board where I have a team of people where yep, and I you're have on mine. Thank you, and it's an honorable group. Mm-hmm of people that you can go to when you really need to bounce off ideas or you're really, you know, um, you know, wanting to check in, whether it's a professional decision, whether it's Mm -hmm. um, a decision about um, how you're navigating certain situations, um, any Mm -hmm. important decision in your life, you have this team. Do you, you know, how, how important is that to you in terms of friendship and how you navigate Gosh, I think it's very important. You call it your board of directors and I call it my tribe. And I often say, find your tribe and love them hard. Mm -hmm. I do think that, um, you know, each of us has, uh, you know, a friend. You know, I've got one friend who I talk finances with. I've got a friend Mm -hmm. who I talk fashion with. I've got a friend I talk spirituality with. A friend I talk, you know, you know, all dreams. There's just, Mm -hmm. everybody's got their expertise and I I trust them. I've got friends selected them and and you know so those relationships mean the world to me because I think that we often have to check in with ourselves and we have to have people to check us too we need to have folks that rally us and folks that say okay sis (laughs) (laughs) now what's going on because I I I, I saw that post or I haven't heard from you or Uh you did what or (laughs) you know and so Uh (laughs) I think you know, I think that that's what's also helped to keep me, you know, grounded and, and focused and balanced and, you know, very important to have. Um, it's what I try to create. It's a community of women and, and supporting one another and validating one another because we can all win. Um, there's enough for all of us. 
Um, and so I'm a, I'm a, what they call a girl's girl. I root for us. I am a, you know, I, I don't, I don't find value in, in hating on others or taking from others. That's not, I don't get anything from that. You know, I, I believe that we all have our own journeys and assignments and there's enough for us. And so, you know, I find value in those relationships and I think that we have to nurture them too. Mm-hmm. They're only as good as we nurture them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like with anything that you want to grow, you've got to, you've got to plant the seed, you've got to water it, you've got to, you know, you have to see to it. And, and I think friendships are, are, are the same. They're the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I, I like what you said that there's enough for all of us. Um, there's um, something I like to say, um, you know, stop cultivating the lie that in order to win, others have to lose you know I don't I don't believe that I love that you're losing like even in situations where um you go for um and you know I've just talked about this you go for a job interview for example and um you're not chosen for the job right and you feel you feel that you've lost you feel that the other person won the position but in reality you no, you you've been free to accept what your blessing <laughs> is, right? So that that job or that yep. position that's really for you, the one that's really a match that you can't even that God has for you that is greater than what you even it's thought for yourself. That's right. And if you were tied up with this other thing, you wouldn't have the opportunity to do it. There's enough for everybody. There's available. position for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's not a shortage yeah. so you just have to find your it's that abundance mentality just having that that abundance mentality mm-hmm. you know abundance and seeing through the eyes of of, of abundance of and not lack mm-hmm. yeah versus lack right like yeah. versus lack like you know it's just it's it's how we think it's what mm-hmm. we believe mm-hmm. it's like it's when you go to the grocery eat. store hungry Versus when you go to the grocery store full. It's and the same kind of thing. Are, mm-hmm. Exactly. Like imagine you're just, you're buying decisions and you're mm-hmm. in there starving. Mm-hmm. Like, like I got to get everything. I got to what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to take it because I'm hungry. I need all of this stuff. <laughs> I mean, you're putting all kinds of stuff in your basket. Right. It's like, what you doing with that salami? <laughs> like you don't even eat pork. Like what are you, like what are you right. doing with that? Like, <laughs> it looked good. What? It looked, I should... <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> why do you have beef jerky in your car? You don't even eat meat. Sis. Right. Right. <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, I've just enjoyed talking to you so much today. Thank you. Yeah. I have uh, have one final question for you. And it is one I've asked um, since we've been in this uh, very unique (laughs) stretch of time. And Mm. that is, you know, what do you think COVID-19 is teaching us? It's evolved so much from, I started Mm. asking this when we first had to sit down and then, you know, um, civil unrest and, you know, we're still dealing with that justice for Breonna Taylor. Um, Mm. We are still trying to get there justice for Breonna Taylor. Um, But what do you think? Overall, it's teaching us because now we're going moving into Mm -hmm. one of the most controversial elections. I mean, we thought that the 
election, you know, when we had um, President Obama, you know, into, into the White House, we thought that that initial mm-hmm. election was the most controversial. But it turns out this is turning into one of the most controversial time periods just based on mm. all that's happening with the current the world yeah sure. yeah so anyway um so let me i'm yeah. gonna give you the, the mic so you can answer that question yeah. what do you think it's teaching us pass me the mic so i can float and no, i'm just kidding <laughs> no um no I, I actually and i will say this i but remember this is the lens that i often mm-hmm. that I've, I've had to train myself to look sure. and i know folks will say she's always looking through rosy glasses you know you know it's 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 how you see things. I mm-hmm. I, I talk about um, um, beliefs, behaviors, and results, and what you believe really impacts your behaviors. And you change that behavior, and then your result is different. And so I speak from that. I talk, and I kind of live my life with that kind of um, position statement in mind. But I think some people see, you know, COVID nineteen for what it's taken away, what it's stopped. What what's halted? Where we are, you know. What's it's you know, you know. I, I actually choose to see it as this kind of divine reset and redirection. I ask, I, I think that the mm-hmm. Lord is saying, "Look, I'm putting some things on pause so that you can you can you know see what I've assigned you to be doing here anyway." Mm-hmm. Because we have now been forced to say, "Oh, you know, we've got an opportunity now to slow down." Mm-hmm. Take a second look at our health, our surroundings, you know, things we thought we were in control of, you know, we, we're not in control. Yeah. And I think this time offers us a chance to do things differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of us started off the year, I think that 2020 was the year we, we had everything we wanted. You know, we're gonna, I'm going to get everything. 2020 is going to be lit. 2020, you know, but what if 2020 is the year that teaches us to appreciate the things we already have? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something to think about. And so I, I, I think I see it as a way to kind of uh, reset ourselves and, and, listen, and listen for a change. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. love what you're saying. I do. Um, and, and the reason is because, you know, I, in another interview, when I asked this question, um, one of the um, guests, I think it was um, from What Soul Sisters Say, um, Keisha Vega, she said, um, with every situation, there's an upside and a downside, and you're choosing to focus on the upside. Um, and and I think that's mm-hmm. amazing because even with uh, Mr. George Floyd, um, with mm-hmm. how he was sacrificed, you know, yeah, it's um, mm-hmm. his life. People counted him out. People wow. counted Mr. Floyd out, and look how much impact he's had. Look how the movement he changed, changed the world. The world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh-huh. started a movement, a global uh-huh. recognition yep. for a need for change, and um, that's an upside of that. It's a terrible downside because we lost him, but the upside, yeah. and I hate to say it this way, but it's the positive thing that has resulted from his life is that we have global change, global recognition for change. And, you know, we can 
and he's I mean, helping to ignite igniting new conversations right yeah. on topics that just were kind absolutely. of absolutely the light dormant mm-hmm. and so it's that reset piece the that reset. I was talking about absolutely yeah, yeah. I it's totally a, it's agree a, it's with a you reset reset redirection igniting conversations um creating dialogue mm-hmm. now how we do it how long it goes what we do with it is ours to do and think about mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's the reset it's the opening of the conversations and the dialogue yeah. there's value there absolutely yeah rest in peace mr floyd um yeah so i i've so enjoyed this time and space with you and like you said you choose to um focus on the positivity. And I know that you have um, an inspirational blog that you maintain. And you also have an Instagram handle where you uh, oh, provide okay. inspirational quotes. And um, where can people find you? I will also leave a, a link to to your, um, your blog and your Instagram yeah. in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you so much again for having me and for just mm-hmm. Um, allowing me to have a voice, a voice, and just honestly, the work they're doing to just kind of create space for women, phenomenal women all over the world from various industries and and out and income levels and voices. And I just, what you're doing is just in and of itself is is necessary. It's relevant. It's timely. And keep going, sis. Like I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank but, you. Um, thank of you. Of course. So um, my Instagram is Dr. Chana Luciana. And then I do have the blog. Um, and that is just at ChanaLuciana.com. Okay, awesome. I will leave a, lo- a link to those in the show notes so that um, my listeners know where to find you and hear more uh, inspiration from you. You have so much to offer. I read your quotes all the time, daily when you post them. Um, They're just that extra little boost I need sometimes (laughs) to to get me through the day or shift my perspective on, on, on life, you know, so. Thank you so much. And pray for that book, pray for that book, that journal that's going to be coming after uh, with those quotes, oh, absolutely, and the, the, yeah. the prayer journal and the, and the daily journal—that's the goal. And mm. so, just pray for me on that. That 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 manifest. <laughs> yeah, just so. keep going. Just keep going right. every day. You know, you're you're getting closer and closer. So, thank you. Okay. Yes, have a phenomenal thank Wednesday. You. I believe thank that every woman gives the universe with her own strengths and unique characteristics. Simply because she is born, the universe benefits. Every woman is growing, learning, and evolving. Only positive seeds are sown here, no matter how flawed the soil. Phenomenal. Tune in Wednesday. Phenomenal Woman. Phenomenal Woman Wednesday podcast can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You may also visit our website at www.pwwr365.com. Follow us on Instagram at PWWR365. Please be certain to rate, comment, and most importantly, subscribe. Take care.